0: Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message.
1: We'll have you turn this morning to the fourth chapter of First Peter. First Peter chapter 4. And we're all believing God for the highest flow. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Not
1: flow, not just any flow, but uh, you know the best for this for this day. Yes. Praise God. Uh, there is a verse that I just seem to be coming back to it, and at least using it for a springboard in all these meetings. And it's the seventh verse in First Peter chapter four, and it says this: "But the end of all things is at hand." Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. That's quite a verse. Uh, You know, when I first read that verse, I remember reading it, and somehow or another, I heard it differently than what I see now that it actually says. When I first heard that, uh, I I heard it this way, the end of the world is coming. (laughs) (laughs) Be afraid, and pray that it doesn't happen. <laughs> Any of you here, you you kind of when you heard that verse, yeah. you kind of got that. How do you get that out of that verse? That's not in there, huh? <laughs> Just natural thinking, you know. And uh, no, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say the end of the world's coming. Be afraid. No. But it does say the end of all things yeah. is at hand. How many know that we're in? Uh, an age called the church age, yeah. and uh, we're in a time or a season called the end times. Right. Yes. We're in the end times. We're, in the, we're at the end of the church age, and it's a significant time. It's a, it's a special time, and the Bible says something about, uh, or says a lot of things, rather, about these end times, these last days. Guys, you and I are, uh, we're not just here on earth randomly, right. We're not here. Uh, uh, you're you're handpicked. You're handpicked. You're part of the end time army that God has handpicked to help propel His plan forward and get some things done. Um, you and the rest of the body of Christ. We're we're alive at a at a special time. Uh, you could have existed in the 1700s or the 1800s or the. Or the, some of y'all weren't even here for the 1900s. <laughs> but, but, but you're here. You, you God put you here at the end of the. You're an end time agent. Uh-huh. Yeah. The end time, yeah. yes. I said you're an end time agent. Yes. You're here at a special time. You're on earth for a special time. And it's to help facilitate a plan. God has a plan in the end times. They're not just random times. But uh, he's got a plan, and you and I have a part in that plan. You don't have to be called to, to stand behind a pulpit to have a part that's in right. God's plan. Everybody has a part in God's plan. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And you're only you can do your part. Yes. Amen. Amen. But you have to be equipped yeah. to do your part. Right. Yes. You're not going to fulfill the plan of God automatically. Mm-mm. Amen. You have to be equipped. Yeah. And that's that's part of what God has uh has us doing here in these morning sessions particularly we're getting some equipment we're getting some skill we're sharpening some things hallelujah Hallelujah. because the end of all things is at hand is at hand uh what's it mean when something's at hand you know the bible says the, the the coming of the lord is at hand what's that mean well you put your hand out in front of you how far is that huh Come on, y'all do it. Do to see if you put your hand out in front of you. It's right, it's in your face. It's right there. It's upon us. If it's at hand, it's not far off. The, the end of all things. We're in it. Y'all, we're in it. We're right here. We're right here. And things are happening and things are popping. And God needs you. Remember those Uncle Sam posters? where he points at you what did what those posters say
2: Uh,
1: we want we want you or uncle sam wants you i tell you what uncle jesus wants you (laughs) he wants you but he wants you equipped and we see right here in this verse that one of the most essential pieces of of your part in this plan is, is that you do what it says in verse eight. Oh, I'm sorry, in the end of verse seven. The end of all things is at hand. So what do we do? Hide? No. Huh? No. Hide out? Nope. Buy enough bottled water to... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I went back to Y2K there for a second. <laughs> anybody here, you had the storehouse oh, of... Uh, huh? Yeah, you don't want to admit it, I know. But anybody here... You, you bought all the end-time survival kit? Y'all, what, what we're giving you right now is your end-time survival kit. you understand? Amen. You don't need to buy the astronaut food. <laughs> we got your kit. What is your kit? What's your survival kit? What's your rations? <laughs> Be sober. You know what that means? Sober, sober is the opposite of what? Drunk. And when a person is drunk, they ain't thinking clear. Huh? Their thinking gets off, but they don't know it. And so they think, I'm good to drive. I can drive. And you're not. not. You can't. You're not right. right. And so, right thinking is part of your equipment for the end of this age. And that right thinking enables you to do something. It enables you to watch unto prayer. If I could read this verse in the Amplified Translation. You doing okay? 1 Peter 4, 7. It says, The end and culmination of all things has now come near. Now listen to this part. Keep sound-minded And self-restrained and alert, therefore, for the practice of prayer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if you and I are going to be end time agents, and if we're going to do play our part in the end times, you have to pray right. And in order to pray right, you have to think right. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Wrong thinking leads to wrong praying. Is there such a thing as wrong praying? Is it, is it possible to... Well, there's such a thing as effective or ineffective prayer. And historically, and when I say historically, you know, I'm, it's not like I really have studied this down through history, but at least in my history, you know, 10 years yeah. <laughs> or a little longer that we've been on the scene, historically. The body of Christ doesn't pray effectively. By the body of Christ, maybe I'm not talking about people here in Georgetown, but in Pflugerville. <laughs> and some of the surrounding, is, is that how you say it? Yeah, the, the, the P is silent. <laughs> you know, like if you were, if you were, um, you ever have to talk on the phone to somebody and they ask you for for a code or something and it's got letters and you have to you have to say, you know, A as in apple. You wouldn't say P as in Pflugerville. Because <laughs> it's silent. <laughs> I'll behave here. P as in pterodactyl. All right. <laughs> Anyhow, they may, others, not you. You understand. I know you got it, but. I'm talking about people historically, they don't pray effectively because they don't think right about prayer. They, they adopt just traditional mindsets, right, right. traditional concepts, and even uh, f- the same concepts that lost people have. And, and that is uh, they think that the purpose of prayer is if we pray hard enough, That's right. we can get God to answer. Yeah. I, I know you're looking because you wouldn't. I know you don't think that, but other people do. That uh, the purpose of prayer is for me to get something from God. You might say, Is that not right? Not a, well, not it's not 100% wrong, but it sure isn't close to 100% right. The God didn't give us prayer to try to, to pry his fingers open, to try to get him. To do something for us do you know the purpose of faith oh, I'm, I'm gonna get us into a ditch here but the purpose of faith is not to try to get God it, it's not to get God to do anything and so really if you're gonna pray effectively before you do anything else you need to you need to learn some things about who you are who God is and you need to learn some things about this this uh phrase that the bible gives us called in christ and understand who you are and what you have and what you can do as a new creature in christ because what you'll find out what you'll discover is what ephesians 1 3 says is that he's he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and so we're not praying for god to bless us and what do most people's prayers contain? Oh God, bless so-and-so. Oh God, bless so-and-so. Bless us, Lord. Huh? Bless me and my son, my son and his wife, or bless me and my wife, my son, his wife, us four. no more. You know what I mean? That prayer, you've heard that prayer. (laughs) Well, uh, okay. That, that, that's a well-intentioned prayer. But what do you want God to do? You, I mean, what do you mean when you say, bless me? Come on. Huh? Come on. Well, I want him to pour me out a good one. <laughs> just, just, just pour it out. Well, then, then you need to scratch out Ephesians 1.3. Right. Right. Huh? Right. Right. Oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless. Me. Well, what does it mean? He has. He has, he has blessed God. us. I don't mean to get up and cause trouble right away. I usually take, you know, I usually wait till the second day. Huh? He has blessed us. He has blessed us. He has blessed us with all, with all. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessing Or We could say spiritually accessed blessings in heavenly places. Now, heavenly places, the Bible refers to three different heavens. One would be just the atmosphere above us. Ain't talking about that one. There ain't no blessings in the air. Above. I mean, air's air is a blessing. But he's not talking about the blessings of the natural clouds. Right, right. The second heaven is the home of principalities, powers, wicked spirits in high places. There's, that's not the blessings you... He's not going to bless you with a wicked spirit. But the third heaven where Paul was caught up to, that's, the, that's what we call heaven. Yeah. That's the abode of God. Right. Right. Amen. Right. Where the streets are paved with gold and where you don't breathe oxygen, you breathe glory. Yeah. Hey, glory. glory. Yeah. glory. Yeah. It's that heavenly place yes.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. that God's drawn upon yes.
2: yeah. right.
1: to place all of his blessings in our lives. So, prayer, uh, you know, he's done all that for us, he's given us all that, yet people are asking and hoping really for just a fraction of the abundance of blessing that he's already put in our life. So, the renewed mind, the sober mind, The the sober mind, the right thinking mind understands that we have all things, like 2 Peter 1, 3, all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him who's called us to glory and virtue. If we know some things, we'll pray differently. We'll pray differently. I don't ask the Lord every day, God bless my wife. Huh? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes I'll say, oh, bless her Lord. (laughs) Help her, Jesus. Help her, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That's not a, that's not a renewed mind prayer, though. No. But what we can, what we can pray is those, uh, those prayers similar to the, to the prayers that Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, you know, um, over there. He said, uh, I pray really essentially that you might know, huh, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you might know the hope of his calling, his rich, glorious inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. Amen. According to the working of his might that he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, set him at his right hand, far above all principality and power, might, and dominion. Amen. And they gave him the name above every, I mean, just all of it, all of it, put all things under his feet that you might know that. Now there's a prayer. There's a prayer. That's some right praying that you, that folk might know and that folk might see what's already been done. Brother Hagin used to teach uh, a, a lot, and all of you, I think you know when I say Brother Hagin, who we're talking about, Brother Kenneth Hagin, and uh, we were blessed to go to his Bible school, but then also we, I got to travel with him for seven years uh, on all his meetings as part of his team, mm-hmm. and uh, I heard him minister on prayer a lot, a whole lot. He ministered on prayer a lot, and he'd always go kind of down some of these same roads because uh, he ran into the same thing that we're asking God to do what he's already done. And so he would try to help people because he'd hear, he'd hear people pray and they'd pray, oh, God, heal so-and-so and heal so-and-so and heal so-and-so. And, so. and we, understand the, we understand the intent of that is, is a good intent. But what you're really praying is, Lord, lead him into the healing that's already theirs. Lead him into it. You see what I'm saying? That's really what we're praying. We're not praying, Lord, do it. No, because he's done it. He's done it. When he put sin on Jesus, he puts, glory to God, he puts sickness and disease on him. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live to righteousness by whose wounds, by whose stripes you were healed. Yes. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Did you hear that? Yes. Isn't that? Isn't that excellent? I didn't write that. That's in the Bible. Oh, no, That's in the Bible. Yes. Yes. By his wounds, you were. Yes.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. By, by, what he, by what he bore, right. yeah. you're free. Yeah. Yeah. Free, yeah. From yeah. free from it. Yeah. Amen. 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 And so when we pray, instead of praying, Lord, heal so-and-so, well, what we want to do is, Lord, help lead them. Help show them that which is already theirs. Yes. Open the eyes of their understanding. Help them see. Help them know. And so much of the time, when you receive the knowledge of what's already been done, there ain't no praying that has to happen. God doesn't have to do anything. Doesn't have to lay one more wound on Jesus, right? Doesn't have to put one more nail in him. It's already been Done, so the things concerning our redemption and the things that we most often pray for have already been accomplished. Yes. And so, where where most believers start out in prayer is is uh, these what I what I call self-focused prayers, or I like to call them bedtime prayers, because you know when you got put to bed at night, what was the what was the bedtime prayer that you'd always pray? Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep like he's gonna for the first time ever forget forget to do that this night. Huh? And if I should die, I mean just what an unscriptural prayer, right? If I if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord, my soul to take. Honey, it's all automatic. If you're born again, you don't have to pray for the keeping. You don't have to pray for the taking. It's part of the package. It's part of the package. But but what are we praying out? Now, that's a bedtime prayer. That's a bedtime prayer, right? And, and And it's all about me and my soul and my stuff and my things and me, me, me. I pray, huh? If I should die, me, 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 right? And, and that is really the prayer life of many believers. It's just self-focused. But we want to move from bedtime prayers to what I like to call end time prayers. Yes. Sounds good. Print the t-shirts. We sold out of the other ones. How many would buy the bedtime prayers to end time prayers t-shirt? Me and my wife, anyhow, that's all it is. <laughs> Amen. We, we need to go from bedtime praying, where it's focused on you and your needs, to end time prayers that are focused on God and His plan. They're plan focused rather than need focused. You might say, but I, I have needs, we have answers. We have answers. Amen. Amen. The answer most of the time, I, I, I know this might not be what you wanted to hear this morning. I'm not sure what you wanted to hear this morning. <laughs> but most of the time, the answer to your need is find out what God has already done about your need. And don't dismiss it, but believe in it. Feed on it. Meditate, right. on, meditate on it. Yeah. Get it in you. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Amen. Brother Hagin was dealing with a person one time needing healing. Yes. And uh, they were so focused on getting God to do it for them. That Brother Hagin, uh, he had this great way of, like Pastor was speaking about last night, giving you enough rope to hang yourself. You know what I'm saying? And he said, And he said to this person, he said, now I'm not saying the Bible says this. But if it did say he... But if it said that he already took your infirmities and bare your sicknesses, would that bless you? She said, oh, yeah, well, that would be great if that was the case. And so he said, turn to Matthew 8, 17. Is it verse 17? Something something like that. Matthew 8, 17, and she turned and read it. And she got so excited, she said, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> Did you know that he, he took our infirmities? He bare our sickness. Yeah. And see, when you hear it once, it sounds good. Right. When you hear it twice, it sounds better. Yeah. But when you hear it over and over and over and over yeah. again, it gets to the point where it thrills you. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't sit there with the look on your face like, yeah, I know that get to something else. Yeah. Huh? Like, on, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's a sure sign yeah. That you don't know it like you should know it, huh? Hallelujah. And so we want to build into us what the Word says is already ours, and it will change your prayer life. It will change your prayer life. You'll stop asking, and yeah, thank you, and begging for what's already been given, what's already been accomplished. Amen. 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 I'm just led to hang on to this for just just a second longer if we can, because uh, you can say things and 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 I think I you know I think you got it, but um, dealing with sickness and disease, I know there's been times in my own life I've gone to bed at night and felt like I might die before I wake. Oh, come on. <laughs> like we was talking about a second ago. Anybody you've ever been there i mean we won't we won't have a testimony line or anything, but no, you, you might feel, uh, you feel like I might die before I wake, <laughs> but instead of praying the Lord, my soul to take, I started just going over that verse. I was just quoting Matthew eight seventeen. Would you turn there? Yep. Yes, absolutely. Amen. Hadn't planned on this, but it just seems like I'm supposed to stay here for a moment. Glory to God. We could start in the 16th verse, and it says this when the evening or the evening was come, they brought to him, talking about Jesus, many that were possessed with devils. That's a scene. You could you could you imagine that scene? Get a bunch of demon-possessed people together. Huh? A gathering of demon. Because one thing about demons is they like to show out. Yeah. So then you get a bunch of demon-possessed people together, they all want to outdo each other. <laughs> so sure, bring them all. Just bring them, bring everyone you can find. And he cast out the spirits with his word, and he did what? He healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled Which was spoken by Esaias or Isaiah, the prophet, saying, "Himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness." Praise the Lord. Now, if you read that in Isaiah 53, it actually in the King James it actually says, uh, "Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows." And there's been there's been no small argument over the years over uh, does that really mean sickness and disease because you know it's just like we, we want to translate it griefs and sorrows and even when uh, they were coming out with another translation the translators it's recorded that they even fussed over that passage in Isaiah saying well we don't want to translate it sickness and pain even though in the Hebrew that's how that word that's how those words are always translated. Yeah. And they they even had a fuss over it and said, we don't want to translate it like that because that's going to give these healing people. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh You know, so they decided to put it in the margin, uh, to put a little number in it, put it in the margin. But you know, you don't need to know Greek or Hebrew. You just need to know Matthew. (laughs) Because Matthew tells us what Isaiah meant. (laughs) He tells us what Isaiah was saying. Himself took our infirmities yes. and bear our sickness right. yeah. and I, I started to say there's been times where i've laid down to go to bed felt like i might die before i wake <laughs> and uh and i mean literally yeah. not recently but i mean in years past i just can can think of sometimes, and i just got a hold of that of that yes. and just just started saying it yeah. himself took yeah. yes. my yeah. infirmities and bear my sickness. You know, it didn't say here that he, it it didn't say in Matthew that he took their sickness. Didn't just apply it to that group right then, huh? And say that that was the only fulfillment of it. No, he took ours. Doesn't it say that? He took ours. Glory to God. He took ours. He took ours. If he took ours, he took mine. He took mine. He took my infirmity. What's infirmity? It means the inability to produce results. It means weakness. He took my weakness. And he bare my sickness. And I just go, I just went over that. Not twice. Not four times. But just sat there. And and just said, himself took himself. And I take it word by word. Himself, what I would do is actually quote it and just emphasize one word each time. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. Himself took, yes. took. And I think about what that meant for him to take it. Himself took my infirmities, bear my sickness. Himself took yes. our yes. infirmities. And bear our sickness. Himself took my weakness. That was my problem. I couldn't move. Couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> himself took my infirmities. My weakness. Himself took my weakness and bore. Oh, now, now we're talking. Now I'm thinking about 1 Peter 2.24, who himself bore. Huh? He was the beast of burden. You know what I mean? That's what it means, bore. Something was placed on him. The Bible, Isaiah says, the Lord has placed upon him the iniquity of us all. Well, the iniquity, the sin is not where it stopped. Everything that sin produced, everything that was included with sin was included in redemption. Sickness and disease was included in it. Amen. He bore our sickness. He bore our sickness. And I began to see what I was going through upon him. Amen. Amen. I saw it upon him. And when I saw it upon him, I didn't see it on me. And I saw, I saw redemption and I saw him, I saw him bearing. As you understand, as the soldiers were beating him, the Bible says with his wounds, we were healed. As, as the soldiers were beating him with those wounds. That was what was going on in the natural. But you can't just beat somebody in the natural and cause a spiritual effect to take place. You understand God was placing something on him spiritually as as that event was happening naturally. Amen. As that whip was being whipped, Mm -hmm. God was putting the curse of sickness on Jesus. Amen. The Lord, not just the soldiers, right. the Lord laid upon him yes. the iniquity, iniquity of us all. Spirit, he died physically. He also died on the inside. That's why he said, oh, for the first time ever, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" He had never experienced that before. He experienced spiritual separation from his father for the first time ever. For us. Yeah, for us. For us. For, us. For, us. Yeah. for us. And so and so, because he was spiritually separated from God, when he died, he couldn't go up. Mm-hmm. He had to go down. Yeah. Yeah. He had to go down. He had to go down to the regions of the damned, to hell. Wow. And I saw, as I'm sitting here meditating on this verse, I saw him take my sickness, yeah. take my disease. And I saw him go down to hell with it. Yeah. And then I saw him come up without God. it. Amen. 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 Oh, baby, listen now. Uh, he went down with it. He didn't come up with it. He didn't come up with any of it. Whoo, glory to God. And when he came up, I saw him down there, and then I saw him made alive down there. And the Bible says I've been made alive together with him. And then I saw him come up out of the grave and be resurrected and the Bible says, I've been raised together with him. And then then I saw him go and ascend to heaven and the Bible says that I've been made to sit together with him in heavenly places. Praise God, we were buried with him. Amen, we were buried with him. We, we we, We were made alive with him. We came up, we were resurrected with him and we ascended with him and I was sitting there and all of a sudden I realized
3: he took it
1: and this came up as I was meditating on this verse and seeing all that this came up in me he took it he bore it I've got it you want to try that try it he took it he bore it I've got it. Now, it probably won't do for you what it did for me unless you do what I did. Right. Right. Meaning unless you lay there and meditate on it to to the point that you start to see it on the inside. And this is not a preacher thing, y'all. I was not in a suit when I did this. Huh? <laughs> I wasn't in a suit. I was in the sack. <laughs> I was laid out. I was laid out in bed and I saw all this going on and at some point while I'm seeing him take it Mm -hmm. and come up without it and when I'm seeing me free at some point those symptoms went wherever they go and I experienced the fulfillment of what Isaiah said but I I saw it and so I started to say "He he took it, he bore it, I got it. Oh, come on. Say it with me. Come on now. Say it it like you like it. He took it. He He bore it. it. I've got it. it. You know what I mean by I've got it? And he took it. He took what? He took the sickness. He bore the sickness. And what do I have? I have. I got it. I got it. I got it. it. And if you'd get it, you could have it. (laughs) I said, if you get it. it, You can have, he took it. Come on now, say it again. He took it. He bore it.
3: I got it. Oh, come on, one more. more. He took
1: it. He bore it. I've got it. And guess what I never did pray for? Healing. (laughs) But what did I get? The healing. Well, why didn't I pray for it? I didn't, I didn't call and have my wife pray for me. No. Nope. Huh? I didn't call the prayer line on TV. I don't know if they still have those or not. They used to, coming up, they'd always have the prayer line and they'd say, our prayer team is waiting to pray for your needs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Actually, I had done that before and I didn't get it. But when I found out that he took it yeah. and he bore it, yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I got it, yeah. I got it. I said, when, when I got it, you know what I mean? When I got it in here, when I got it here, that's when I got it. I'm not diminishing, well, yeah, I am a little bit. I don't mean to diminish the place of praying for others. There's a time for that. The Bible talks about that. But what's most effective? What's, what's, what's going to get you through the last days? What's going to get you? End time prayers. End time prayers. Amen. And so that wasn't anything I had planned, but I believe it would help not just somebody, but a whole lot of somebodies. Amen. People that are here, people that are watching. One more time. Come on now. He took it. He bore it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. praise God. Some folk are getting it and getting it. Do you know that these things aren't difficult, but sometimes we make them difficult. And, and the mindset that thinks, well, I've got to pray more to get God to do something. Can you see how that's just not exactly sound? Uh, Now, like I said, it's not 100% wrong because praying more will accomplish things if you do it scripturally, if you do it effectively. Hallelujah. You got something now? Okay. My wife, uh, like Pastor said, uh, she has an open invitation to jump up and jump in. And sometimes take over and sit me down. <laughs> that's, that's according to plan. Yes. You understand that? But God's plan. Yes. And so we just, we try to do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be sober yes. for the purpose yes. of prayer. Yes. Now the end times require appropriate prayer. They require effective prayer. Yes. And there are things Thank you, Father. There are things that God desires to do in our day. There are things that must come to pass in our time. And they won't come to pass without the right kind of prayer. Yeah. Now, there's there's an assignment, particular assignment God's laid on my heart for this week that I know we're going to get to. I don't know that it's going to happen at this point today, but that's all right. But... Uh, do turn real quick to the first chapter of the book of Philippians. And we can at least get this introduced and then we're going to pray in these sessions too. Amen. Oh hallelujah, I'm so excited about yes. some of what God has dealt with us to get to. But we're we're just laying a little bit of foundation here yes. first today. Bless him, bless him. Mm-hmm. I'm so. I get excited, you know what I mean, and it's like, Hallelujah. "Hallelujah!" In in Philippians chapter one, Paul here was in prison. Uh, Philippians, Ephesians, Colossians, Philemon were all written from prison. Yes. Amen. Aren't you glad? He went to prison so we could have those books. (laughs) He's probably thinking I could have written them just as good (laughs) in a resort. (laughs) But anyhow, um, he's in prison and and he said this in verse, let's see, verse uh, 19 he said, I know that this. Now, when he says this, I, that's why I told you he's in prison. His, his incarceration is one of the things he's talking about. But he says, I know that this shall turn. This shall turn. Anything in your life you ever need it to turn? It's not going the right direction? Huh, it's going the wrong direction. You need it to go. You need it to turn. And you've been trying to turn it. Telling, I, 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 you're looking at uh, a seasoned expert in trying to turn things myself. Come on. Yeah. Work harder. <laughs> Work faster. Try to do it stronger. Whatever it is, I got to get this thing turned. And uh, if if you're bright, <laughs> eventually you come up to the point point saying, I ain't getting this thing turned on my own. Huh? This ain't, this ain't happening in the flesh. If it's going to turn, we're going to need some help. Yes. And so Paul's situation, it looked like it wasn't turning. You understand back in that day when they put you in prison, it was not like, uh, okay, we're going to give you time served and then, and then, uh, put you on probation. Yeah. Parole and probation and all that A little bit different. It wasn't, they, they weren't concerned like with the fairness in their mind, if you were a criminal, you had no rights. And even if we called you a criminal, yes. you don't deserve it. There's no, like, guaranteed a trial by jury, none of that, none of that. And so usually you either died there or they brought you out to kill you. Yes. And so like, if they come, if they come today, if you're in jail and they come and unlock the door and say, gather your stuff, you're, you're happy. Yeah. yeah, But there, <laughs> you might've stopped and said, well, well, why, what are we gonna do? I mean, I might wanna stay. Because they might be bringing you out to, you know. <laughs> hey, we, sorry, we need your space. <laughs> we have somebody else that needs this. <laughs> so they just get rid of you. You know, but Paul, Paul said this. He said, I rejoice. I rejoice. Yes. And, and verse 19 says, I will rejoice for I know that this shall be. Turn, not to my destruction, not to my demise, but turn to my salvation. The word salvation, guys, in the Greek, it means deliverance. It means, uh, and it includes everything you could be delivered from. It includes healing. It includes blessing. Amen. It's a big word. When you see salvation, you can put whatever need you have in there. This shall turn to my rescue. This shall turn to my deliverance. How? How? Through your prayer. Not bedtime prayers. Huh? That, if that, I didn't know if bedtime prayers could have got it done. Paul would have gotten that done. But he said this is something bigger than what I can just take care of myself. It's going to require uh, it's going to require the participation of the body, yes. Yes. Amen. 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 And this thing can get turned. Yes. This thing can get turned. can get turned. You know, the body of Christ over the last couple of decades, sad to say, has not just been really going the right direction as a whole. Right. 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 You might know. I won't go into detail. I'm just just trust me. Trust me. We haven't been making the kind of progress we should have been making the past couple decades. But if we get everybody on the same page or at least a, or at least a group of us or at least the ones here. If we get us on the if we get us on the same page, there's some things there's some things that we'll get turned. And notice what it says though. This is going to turn to my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the spirit yes. of Jesus Christ. Could I say it this way, friends? This thing's gonna turn around because of your prayer yes. and the resulting spiritual supply. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Their prayer, the right kind of prayer, end time prayers, not right. bedtime prayer. The right kind of prayer yeah. creates a spiritual supply that turns things. I'll try it over here. The right kind of prayer. The right kind of prayer creates, in fact, I say it this way: generates. Generates. Will generate a spiritual supply that can turn things. Turn things that couldn't be turned around otherwise. Amen. And so talking about uh what is the kind of effective prayer, the kind of prayer that turns things around, the kind of prayer that brings a spiritual supply on the scene? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what's needed in the end times. That's what's needed yes. in our times. Yes. Huh? Is a supply, of a spiritual supply created by prayer, generated yes. through prayer. Prayer. Amen. Now, I don't know if that excites you or not, but if that doesn't, then go to James, the fifth chapter, because perhaps this will. You know, we'll find what scratches you in that. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me just say that. James chapter five. I know you're not wearing out for the second day of the crusade. No. You know that. No. I mean, you, y'all were loaded last night. <laughs> James chapter five. Here's another real similar verse talking about what constitutes effective prayer. Right. What's effective? We're not trying to get God to send something, right. but we are working with him To generate something. James chapter 5. And would it be, let's see, the 16th verse says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. And you might say, Brother Joel, I thought you taught us not to do that. Well, it's not like you think, Mm -hmm. huh? It's not praying, oh, God, heal so-and-so. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, no, heal her. No, 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 no. no, no. And that's, all, you know, actually, one of the reasons we do get into error on prayer is we base our prayer life on the Old Testament rather than the New Testament. In the Old Testament, there is actually recorded where Moses uh, came to the Lord because his sister Miriam was afflicted with leprosy. Yeah. You know what leprosy was? Old Testament acne. There's some bad stuff, man. It was a skin disease and uh, fatal, completely fatal, mostly fatal. Could be fatal. <laughs> if you let it go long enough, it'd be fatal. Anyhow, uh, she, she gets leprosy and, the, and Moses says to the Lord, oh Lord, heal her now. Mm-hmm. And the Lord did. But in the New Testament, we don't pray, heal her now. In the New Testament, we know that she is now healed. In the Old Testament, Lord, heal her. Heal her. In the New Testament, by his wounds, you have been. So, but it does say here, so why does it say here, pray one for another that you may be healed. Well, that's true. But just not the way we think it's true. Right. Right. Amen. Right. Not, pray for one another, how? Right. Well, it goes on to say the effectual, that means effective, yes. mm-hmm. fervent prayer. Right. If there's effective prayer, what else do we know there could be? Ineffective. Ineffective. Not all prayer is effective prayer. I saw a bumper sticker yesterday, somewhere here in town, day before, maybe whenever we landed. And and it said prayer is the most important thing. It's on the bumper sticker. And I thought to myself, well, not the wrong kind. <laughs> right. It is possible to spin your wheels yes. in prayer, yes. meaning it's possible to pray ineffectively. How many here? You have all kinds of extra time to do something ineffectively, huh? Right. To where it doesn't matter if you're effective or ineffective. Doesn't matter as long as we just do it. You know what I mean? And that's that's the mindset. Sometimes it's like, well, just pray, just pray, just pray, just pray, just pray. We just, pray. We just gotta pray. We just need to pray. That's all we need to do. It's, it's gotten so bad. There's nothing left to do but pray. Why don't you start there? If you started with, if you, if you started with the right kind of prayer, it might not get so bad to where there's nothing left to do but pray. It's just a thought, you know. It's just a thought. Perhaps. So There is so. this talks about effective prayer. Yeah. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The Amplified, you've probably heard it, but I'm going to read it to you because it's so good. I won't read the, the, the first part of it. But the last part says, The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its action. That means, dynamic means creative power. Right. Yes. The prayer of a righteous person has great power, brings great power on the scene. Effective prayer. Effective prayer. Same same as what we just looked at. Brings a supply of the Spirit. Yes. Generates a supply of the Spirit. Makes tremendous power available. Yes. And so there is a kind of prayer. How do you pray for one another that you may be healed? Make this power available. Amen. Do you know that's what I did when I sat there in bed? I wasn't praying in the sense of asking God, do something, do something, do something. Come on. I have prayed that way, haven't you? Oh, God, God, heal me now. Heal me now. Heal me now. Because I need it now. Because I might die before I wake. Come on now. I need it now. I need it now. God, God,
3: what's taking so long? I need it now.
1: What did I need? The revelation that I'm now healed. I'm now healed. That's what we need. But anyhow, as I sat there and meditated on the word, what did I do? I, I, I kept meditating on it, and all of a sudden, something's generating on the inside of me. Right, right. Now, I wasn't praying per se, uh-huh. in the sense of asking, right. but what was I doing? I was partaking. Mm-hmm. I was, I was uh, fellowshipping yep. yes. with what God had said, yes. Yes. which is not too different than prayer.
2: Right.
1: Yes. And, and as I did that, yeah, I was hearing his answer. As I did that, 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 all of a sudden when that revelation exploded on me, there was power there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the generator had, had, you know, the green light came on, like you got the full supply, go ahead, push, push play. And I mean just like a rocket ship of power just exploded on the inside of me. Praise the Lord. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Paul said it this way. He said, uh, through your prayers. My, uh, this is going to turn to my deliverance yeah. through your prayers and the resulting spiritual supply. And so one thing we can do in praying one for another is make that help make that supply available for them because not all know how to do what I did on the bed there right. Right. and tap into that power just on their own. Yes. Right. Yes. Amen. And we can help in that. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Well, are you depressed? This, I mean, are you blessed this morning? anything you can fix <laughs> no praise the lord we're gonna we're gonna just call it right there okay for now and uh, but we're gonna pray some and we're gonna we're gonna do this now there's there's different ways to to make this power available i told you one way just meditating on what god has said you know i mean that that did it for me but uh the right kind of prayer will create a spiritual supply amen and uh, there's more we'll say about this in the coming morning so so be sure not to miss one but one of the ways and not the only way but one of the ways that that you can pray and bring a spiritual supply on the scene is when we pray in other tongues amen and that that honest to God that is like that is like uh, tapping into it that's like hooking up to a generator praise the Lord. So we might do some of that if we can. Amen. 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 So come on, dog, get your microphone. And come up. We're, we're just going to pray together. Are you good to do that? I yes. might <laughs> yes. say, how long is it going to take? I, I, I don't know. Typically not too bad. Okay. <laughs> It'll probably be all right. And we're just going to follow God. Amen. Amen. Yes. Father, thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, how we appreciate you, how we thank you for your word, how we thank you for the spirit that indwells and helps and teaches us. Thank you, master. Thank you you for your plan for our day. Thank you for the last days, for the end times, for that which is coming to pass in our times. That which you've ordained, that which you desire. Thank you. We say it it all comes to pass. It all comes to pass. It all comes to pass. We, we believe you for yes. it. We say it so. Uh, and we endeavor to cooperate mm-hmm. with you. Yes. With your plan. Uh, uh, hallelujah. And we thank you, Spirit of God. Help yes. us. Yes. Help us follow and flow. Oh. <speaking in> and <Spanish> Meron Meron Tigalik Karik Karik Arik 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 Teko Arik Teko Plain
0: I go Oh, 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 oh! I Oh, 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 oh! 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 word Oh, 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 oh! Oh, Va oh, a nebo ona Eto doba keto, coste, ah, the Tale Goste, the cota, George de Bacotti, George de Becota, George de George de could on a de Cesta, che ledorad che lando ro o lona re col amanta the cli- yeah. Yeah. clarity clarity of the cortical cortex atmosphere de corpo brachese meloro doste meloro doste ma dusseto l'onobra de consola sedo che anadoste la brade nazi so a- 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 massa so supply <laughs> The, the
1: supply Fair of all mistakes
0: can be, sad or
1: a part of to so
0: can take, 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 and ah, Jibril, ah, oh, oh, the
1: oh of of oh of of of
0: of 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 of
3: Vamos estou no supply hafa nenene chegal energia ladade cigana nenene liga laduna lunausto cora de luna no nero tosto nero da sto cor Plan
1: on ho mai voluto di essere
3: così. Prendi, oh, oh, prendo, oh, prendo, oh, a Frappe, proprio staizzo, cosa bella, prego, un braccio, conto, go man. Oh bless, 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 bless,
2: bless, 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 bless you. Bless, bless, bless you,
3: Lord. Bless, bless, bless you, Jesus. Bless, bless, bless you, Father. Thank you for the miracle. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you
2: for the miracle.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Father.
0: Oh you miracles, miracles Thank you all, we see, we sing, we sing, hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah,
2: hallelujah,
0: hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory,
3: glory. Hallelujah, we well, thank, thank you, thank you.
0: Bless you, 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 tu- 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 wohl- you,
2: bless you. Bless through our hands. Ah.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Yes. thank you our hands yeah. uh, through the body of christ yeah, of through the testing. body thank you
2: for
0: you. yeah. opening the eyes of yeah. our heart that we can see and yes. know yes. the power yes. the yes. power yes. that the church would rise up and see what belongs to them yes the power of christ oh hands, in the hands, in our hands, in our hands. Thank you for the miracle power in our hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the power in our hands. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah.
3: Lift, our are, our and give our praise. lift your voice and give Him praise. Be be lift power. your voice and hallelujah. give Him praise. The church is the miracle power. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Be hallelujah, be hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Maybe stand on up and give Him praise. Lift your voice, lift your voice, hallelujah.